welcome to the podcast. Um, I am here with Ashley from Single Woman Chronicles. And um, she's here. She's author. Blogger. Blogger. Speaker. Speaker. Life coach. <laughs> educator. <laughs> right. Okay. And um, you're, gonna he- you're here to help us... Um, I guess talk about different um, issues when it comes to being single and also some advice. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is great. All right. Let me see. I'm going to show mm-hmm. your books, some of your books. Okay. How to X your ex. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that's the workbook. All right. We got the workbook. Yes. And that's my workbook. And the self-worth boot camp. Okay. What's stopping you? In order to spark change, you must be comfortable being uncomfortable. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. Okay. So, um, let's, okay. So, tell them a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Well, as I said, all those things, I'm laughing because I've been watching, like, Oh, episodes of Love and Hip Hop. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you get on there and they're like, I'm an actor, war right now, yes. whatever, whatever. And it's like, who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying this because I actually am. So I'm an author. I have, oh Lord, uh, what, like six published books now. Okay. Um, I'm a speaker. I have been paid to speak. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. I'm a blogger. I do have singlewomanchronicles.com. Yes. And then I'm a life coach because I have a master's in psychology and I'm a trained life coach. Okay. So, Yeah. Great, great. I have seen, um, I have been on Single Woman Chronicles, um, your website, your your blog. How, um, what made you decide to do it though? Like, what made you start this whole you know, process? Something about the name Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he will lead you, even if you don't think you're being led. Um, okay. I just went through in 2014, I just went through a year of breakups. <laughs> Okay. I literally had like three breakups before July and it's like how sway (laughs) (laughs) um, I started writing down what I did to get over breakups Uh and I did it therapeutically and then it sounded good and I emailed it to all my friends like hey guys how does this sound Mm -hmm. to y'all and they're like oh you should really do something with this and so I'm like okay cool but before that like if I write a book I want to have a blog first so I started like writing posts and people were responding to them on Facebook and so I was like, okay, let me put some money into this. So mm-hmm. I like invested in a photo shoot, a logo, and then mm-hmm. that's when Single Woman Chronicles was born in January of 2015. Okay. And then that's when I started to take the notes that I took to create the book, How to Extra X. Okay. So it was just life being life. <laughs> it led me. So do you think um, when you say like the book, like How to Extra X, mm-hmm. What do you think is the biggest thing? Because I know uh, one of the reasons I brought you on is because, like, I remember my friend, she had went through a breakup and, you know, maybe three months had gone by. Mm -hmm. Then next thing you know, it was like six months had gone Mm -hmm. by and we were still on the phone having the same Mm -hmm. conversations. And I was like, immediately, I'm like, oh, I hate him. We don't want to talk about him. Get your life together, you know, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 you know done on him show him what you you know that's my right. thing i immediately go there like we finna show him right and so after six months i was like girl i'm finna google how long does it take and i literally did that while she was on the phone i was like how long does it take to get over a breakup and she was laughing but kind of crying on the other end mm-hmm. like really i can't believe you're doing this but i needed to know mm-hmm what was healthy and what was not like right. cause at that point i was like i'm confused i don't mm-hmm. know if this is healthy anymore and it said 
six months to a year. And I was like, okay, I, I, so I'm going to give you six more months. <laughs> I'm going to give you six more months and we can talk about this. But yeah, so that's one reason what sparked me to like, mm-hmm. how long do, does it take? How long did it take for you? And like you said, you, 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 it was therapeutic, right? With your blogging. Well, you really can't put a time on it because mm-hmm. every person is different. Every relationship is different. You mm-hmm. can't tell someone after a 10-year relationship, you're supposed to be over it in six months or a year. You're cause, right. Cause, what? Yeah, that don't even make <laughs> like, sense. Right. Yeah. Um, I've heard a good one is, you know, half the time you were in the relationship. But that's okay. not always true because some people leave the relationship emotionally before they leave it physically. Mm. I've had friends in relationship for eight years, but when they got out, they were literally over it because they were over it before they actually left. Yeah. You know? So they had already done their little time. They had you know what i mean but um it really i'm gonna try not to go too deep because i can jump into the psychological side real quick (laughs) um left but it's really they say time heals all wounds and that's false intent in time heals all wounds if your intention is not in the right place then you're not healing because a lot of the times we're not actually trying to heal we're just kind of dwelling on it Mm -hmm. And so if you don't take intentional time to say, okay, let me figure out how to get over it, then you're not. So like I have friends who made me write this book too, because I used to get over people so fast and I'm like, what's taking y'all so long? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And a lot of what I noticed was, you know, a lot of people, they don't want to get over it. They want him back. Yeah, yeah. So because they want him back, because I always think, what's your goal? Yeah. Don't ask me for no advice because the first thing I'm going to ask, what's your goal? Because Mm. I can't, it's kind of like, if I'm telling you, okay, I need you to go to College Park, I can't send you a 400 North. I got to send you 400 South. So I need to know your goal first. What direction are we going in Mm -hmm. before I can give you advice? So if you're telling your friend, oh, do this, let's forget about him, stun on him, all of this. But her real, her true deep down goal is, I want him back. I want him back. We got to dig that up. Okay, why? Is he worth wanting back? Thank you. So then if, if she thinks he's worth going back, wanting back, then we got to shift her perspective. This why he not worth more. <laughs> Once we get past that, it's already then we can start out. moving. You know what I mean? But people have to understand what your intent is, is going to be dependent, contingent upon like, okay, what advice am I going to give you and how mm-hmm. long this is going to take? So, but that person has to want that. You can't want it for them. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. <laughs> Cause I remember she gonna be mad, but we don't care. Look, I remember she, she was like, care. "Oh, his birthday's coming up," and I'm like, "Girl, we just spent four months Mm-mm. talking about we ain't like him, and now you it's his birthday. You go, you planning your text message? I was, <laughs> I don't know what happened though, cause that was like maybe four years ago, mm-hmm. and like now she doesn't even talk about it. Like if which she is, do, it's a joke. Like which oh. is great. So I I just. I just remember, though, then I was like, girl, I know you're not about to text him on his birthday. Hey, you know, (laughs) so I don't know what what her intent. I think it was just like loneliness and then feeling like you spent so much time with that person. Mm -hmm. Comfort. Comfort keeps most people in relationships. Okay. Um, And a lot of people are not even happy. They're just comfortable. So they don't want to leave. So they just stay in the relationship a lot of celebrities we see <laughs> is mm-hmm. like great examples of that you know yeah. what i mean like they know they're not really happy but instead of risking you know discomfort they're like nope i'm gonna just i'm gonna just stay here yeah. 
because you know this is good enough they don't care about necessarily getting that perfect match they just would rather have somebody yeah than to you know be alone and that's a lot of people yeah that is a lot of once you master the art of being alone you're dangerous (laughs) and Mm. and it's it's scary when you get to that side but Honestly, men don't know how to be alone more than women, but that's a story for another day. But uh, no, we, yeah, I believe that. Uh, we need to talk about this. Because if you this. think about it, think think about a guy. <laughs> think about a guy, right? How many dudes do you know who are 110% single? They don't have no girls on their phone that they texting. No they don't facts. have nobody they call to hit. They don't I have will fight no, you. They just... literally have nobody. You're right. Think about a woman though. You know at least one woman who has single, single nobody. Women. Like yeah. they're literally 110 percent single. They don't talk to nobody. They don't date nobody. They don't hit nobody. They're not they on the apps. No, they don't. They literally are single <laughs> and and chilling. Yeah, yeah and they managing day to day life. They can be happy or unhappy, but they're 100 percent single. Yeah. I literally know no guys who don't talk to nobody. Because yeah. they don't know how to be alone. Yeah, a guy always... <laughs> like, you know... Oh, I was about to say, because I don't know. Yeah. They don't know how to be alone. I have a brother. My brother don't know how to be by himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he don't. So yeah. most men don't, but I think it's a part of emotional intelligence. Men don't understand how to handle feeling of loneliness. They don't know what that... that, that you know, they don't know how to cope with that because no one gives them the space to. Mm. And... Ooh, hold up. you might be be going no men like men don't have you know i have a lot of male friends they don't have the space to be vulnerable they don't have the space to say i don't like it here because they weren't allowed that right because as soon as a man break up with with a chick they can't be like man i'm hurt over this because they homies be like man f her everybody to the strip club yeah yeah. (laughs) it's a whole thing it's a whole thing they have uh, to suppress they can't be emotional they can't be vulnerable they gotta suppress from a childhood Mm mm-hmm Dang. Yeah, you it's took real. it to another level. <laughs> it's real, man. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, okay, comfort, being afraid to be alone. That's an, an issue. Um, what about so you are single. Uh-huh. So let's talk about this because on my last um when I went live, they were like, We well, need to talk about dating, like <laughs> dating. pre-COVID during COVID just period Mm -hmm. dating and um like what it's like because I have a lot of friends they're like you married you don't get it you don't understand it's hard out here and I'm like okay but just (laughs) what do you mean it's hard out here like tell me what you mean and so they just was talking about like people hitting you up on the DM people in your inbox and Facebook it's just like these apps and people deleting their profiles just all kind of stuff so just give me something to work with girl it's just so much like so many levels i can take it okay so (laughs) dating period is just ghetto okay (laughs) dating is ghetto okay (laughs) but i'm not even gonna say that because again it depends on what your goal is okay is your goal just to have a a space filler if your goal is just to fill space dating is fun Oh, you, okay. you're not looking for nothing. You literally okay. just out here. You're, just you're having a hot girl summer, winter, fall, yes. spring. But if your goal is to have a meaningful relationship, it gets a little bit harder. Yeah. Now, if you're going to have a happy marriage, oh, it's ghetto. It's, yeah, <laughs> like, it's not even ghetto. It's, it's ghetto because any red flag, you kind of have to put it under a microscope because you're like, if I'm trying to spend forever with this person. Ooh. <sighs> But when you just dating for fun, it's like, okay, this yeah, is, you know it what is I mean? what it is. So yeah. you have to assess, number one, what is my goal? What, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this, right? So the biggest issue with women and dating is 
women don't get what dating is. Dating is an interview process. Okay. Dating isn't I meet a guy and I attach myself to him. Mm. And I think that is the issue because men understand dating. That's why they have so much fun being single and doing it because they be out here like living a best. I'm life. a free agent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to her Monday, her Tuesday, her mm-hmm. Wednesday, her Thursday, and I have no issue with it because I understand what dating is. Yeah. Now, when I audition and interview all these women, and one seems like she fits the job, you know what? Let me put her on probationary period. Yeah, if she gets past this probationary period, then I'm gonna wife her up. Yeah, all but women. <laughs> First, they date. go from interview to hired through probation in a week. And it's like, sweetie, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> sweetie, um, you don't know him. Yeah, you just <laughs> you met him. You don't know him. So that's why you have your friends. I'm guilty of this. No, but he's different. He the same. Yeah, he the same. Because you don't know him yet. And I think we get so excited because it is a lot of riffraff out here. Yeah. It's a lot of dudes who don't even respect you on just a general level. So when you meet a guy who's willing to text you back consistently who's willing (laughs) to meet the bare minimum to call you who's willing to take you out and not expect some butt at the end of the date like when you meet him you get all excited and giddy and still you don't know him (laughs) so i feel like women have to have i just posted this actually women need to have audacity with dating men have audacity when they date men Men will literally be really men will be five one 260 pounds talking Period. about he want a chick that look like Rihanna. Thank you. Who you we'll think you who it. are you? I'm sorry. We'll say it out loud <laughs> and Period. mean it. But women would be at the top of her career, go to the gym five days a week, one of the baddest chicks that and, walks in the room and, and be insecure with, with lump and lump. feel like she can't get a guy at her level because she's become so insecure from being single for so long that she thinks something wrong with her. We don't date with audacity enough. If we dated mm. with audacity, men have learned how to manipulate us into thinking that they're the prize. Let me tell you how. They've learned this because they keep saying it's more of y'all than us. Yep. It's more of y'all than us. You too picky. You mm. need to chill out. Yeah. So when they come into your life, they think you need to be chilling and fighting for me. I'm mm. the prize. Mm. And I be looking at it like, who are you talking to? <laughs> like, who? Mm-mm. But women are believing the hype. That's why you got so many women fighting over dudes, sharing dudes. Side chicks are a thing. Like, polygamy <laughs> is becoming acceptable. <laughs> and people are looking at us like we crazy because we want monogamy. Because people have started to believe the lies and a shift is happening. And that's why we got this culture. Like, all these female rappers like Meg Thee Stallion, I love her. But she's driving this thing like you know what i'm gonna be like a dude so a lot of women have been like you know what F it. i'm gonna just be like a dude since i can't get me one mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's just all of these dynamics working mm-hmm. so if you want mm-hmm. something meaningful it can be ghetto and, it, and you have to be intentional though <laughs> you have to be intentional oh and what did you say audacity have some you gotta audacity. date with audacity mm-hmm. listen i date with all types of audacity Listen, (laughs) I don't play those reindeer games because I've done it for so long. In my 20s, I played all the reindeer games with these dudes. I settled hard and for a living. Like, I didn't real... 
for so long, I didn't realize how beautiful I was. I didn't realize how smart I was. I didn't realize how much so I brought to the table. So when you talk about this self-worth thing, you've lived it. I've lived it. Okay. That's why I can see, sit here. I would look at you and I hear you speak. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> nah. Listen here. Okay. <laughs> I can sit here and rock a shirt that say worth it now because I felt worthless my entire life. Wow. Like, literally, I felt worthless because my dad walked out on me at a young age. Uh-oh. And then my mom was emotionally unavailable. Mm. So nobody called me pretty. My yeah. mama didn't hug me. Yeah. In high sc- in elementary school, I was bullied. Mm-hmm. In middle school, I was bullied. In high school, I started to fit in. But the guys, like, they like me, but it still wasn't I'm wifing you. Mm-hmm. So when I got to college, it's like, oh, we out here. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I have no idea how to date. Yeah. So I'm just like... It's the blind leading the blind child. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so, I get it. I'm just all over the place. So I look back now at pictures where I honestly would be jealous of my friends because they just, they get all the guys and I'm not mm-hmm. getting anybody. Yeah. And I would be like, they must look better than me. Okay. I got to change my hair. I got to dress like this. When I look back now, I'm like, girl, you are so bad. Mm-hmm. And you out here being stupid. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, like. Self-worth is a mindset. Being pretty is a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mindset. That's why a lot of women be looking crazy when they walk into a room and they see a chick that they know she look better. Like, I know I look better than her, right? How she get that guy? Mm-hmm. Because she knew, she know her worth. Yeah. She, she knew, it's a mindset. A lot of these just quote unquote okay chicks, they know their worth. I know, <laughs> that's what I be saying. Like, dang. <laughs> And it's a lot of pretty women who don't know any of their words. Let me tell you why. They always, one, men try to bring us down to their level because they're intimidated. That's what happens a lot. Ooh, a lot of men to try to on. break us down because they know we're too good for them or they think we're too good for them. Mm-hmm. So they try to break us down in order to feel worthy enough to even be with us. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Two, we, they pit us against each other. Like, they pit pretty women against each other. So, we're constantly fighting. There's no camaraderie mm-hmm. because it's like, no, you got to be against her. Yeah. Like, you you got to fight. You got to do this. So, it's just so much cattiness amongst girl world. And then a lot of the times when you're pretty, you got to live up to that pretty constantly. Yeah. Beyonce wrote a song called Pretty Hurts because mm-hmm. it does. Because you're sure. like, if you step out and you're not as pretty as you were yesterday, yeah. the whole world is against you. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's mm-hmm. why being mm-hmm. up at that level, you have to keep that level. You can't have a bad day. Mm-hmm. So when you have a bad day, you're like, people are going crazy. Yeah. I remember being in college. I took a bad picture at a family reunion, y'all. <laughs> like, do y'all know one of the dudes that I liked? He pointed out that bad picture and showed like everybody. And was like, mm-hmm. look at her. She don't even look cute. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes. It's like, dude, but I'm bad in person. Stop playing with me. <laughs> like, but it's like, that's why a lot of the times really pretty women don't have self-worth. Yeah. They're constantly questioning it because it's constantly being put on display. Like, is she? Is she this pretty? Yeah. Is she really? Yeah, yeah. Is that I mean? even her hair? Is that even this? Exactly. She got this going on right here. Exactly. Like, it could be the most minor thing. It's You're so right. stupid. It's so dumb. Like you got people like who's prettier, Rihanna or Beyonce? Yeah. Both why, of them. Why they both? Yeah. Why can't they just both be both pretty? Both Like mm-hmm. that's the answer. So it just really starts with it, it's just a mindset. Like you will only receive what you think you deserve. Yeah. So if you feel like you can't get a good guy, you can't. Mm-hmm. If you feel like every dude cheats, he he does. <laughs> like, yeah. If you you know what I mean. So it just has to be a, a mindset that's established. 
Because if you go into this dating world and you don't have that mindset established, oh, you're going to get ate up. Yeah, you're going to get ate alive. Oh, I got ate up. You're going to get ate up. So, man, that's crazy because I was literally like, okay, I get I get the dating thing. But I was like, dang, I didn't get the, like, I look at you, you know, you're pretty, you're confident. You know, I wouldn't have ever thought. So, when did, like, you said your dad left at an early age and your mm-hmm. mom was um, emotionally unavailable. So, how old were you when your dad left? Four. Oh, okay. Real baby, baby. Baby. Okay. And the way it happened, like I talk about it in my self-worth boot camp, mm-hmm. the way it happened was so detrimental that it can make a person feel worthless. Because basically, I don't even know the story, honestly, because I don't even ask my mom. Yeah. But like, obviously they had sex. He was shit on his wife. Mm-hmm. And so my mom took me to see him one night because I just kept begging all day. I want to see my dad. I want to see my dad. Yeah. So she takes me to his house. He comes outside and he's like, why did you bring her here? I'm four and I hear this and I understand mm-hmm. this. And from that day forward, I never asked for my father again. Cause I was like, he doesn't want me. Yeah. So the man Ugh. who was supposed to love me unconditionally said, why no. did you bring her here? No. <laughs> so you don't want me. Who's so supposed now, to want me? Yeah. My mom didn't make up for it. Cause she was just, she was very hard. Going through her own stuff. Exactly. She was very hard. And so it's like, okay, well I guess I'm trash. I'm garbage. Yeah. And so it's like my whole life I spent trying to prove it to guys, friends, everybody. Yeah. Like you are worthy until I had to take time and realize, okay, for real, you are for real though. <laughs> like, so when you say you had the, um, the, the, the breakups in 2014, mm-hmm. this was different or the same person over again? Girl, no, these are different people. Okay. <laughs> it's ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just wondering, like, cause I, I could see either way, but I was mm-hmm. like, I wonder, is it the same person you just keep going back, keep going back? No, I've never... So that's one thing about me. That's why I say, like, breakouts are different for different people. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm so... I'm not used to, like, long-term situations. Mm-hmm. So I'm... But I also... I have very, like... I'm non-tolerant. Like, I have very low tolerance. Okay. So when you try to... When you try to play me, like, you will get cut off. I block people for a living. Like, that's me, right? <laughs> but also, that's what I've seen growing up. My mom didn't keep people around. Like, my mom got married for the first time at 50. So, <laughs> I didn't okay. see longevity. So, yeah. I saw people as disposable. Like, me and y'all disposable. Like, yeah. bye. But then I have a best friend who... Her parents have been married since she's been alive. Forever, yeah. So, when she gets in a relationship, she thinks you're supposed to fight. That's what she saw. So, the- it's all about the example that you mm-hmm. saw. Oh, so, my gosh. You're right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody who's so used to seeing stay and fight they're going to take longer to get over a breakup than somebody like me who's used to seeing cut these niggas off. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, yeah. so you have, you said you have a degree in psychology. Mm-hmm. So um, most times people who have degrees in psychology, they didn't went through some stuff oh, yeah. and they want to know yeah. like what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did you say <laughs> it's, it's real. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. she might as well put her hand I know, up. right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was just, you know, I always... I always put those two together mm. and think about it. But you have a lot of knowledge. Like, you take it to a, the other levels. Because um, I know one thing a lot of um, single people I know say, they're like, you know, when they're always saying, you know, it's hard out here. And they'll talk about how men have, like, um, like the dating apps, right? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, so men have so much, like, access to so many. Mm-hmm. Like, just like all you can, whatever buffet say, right oh, yeah, there. And then it's like, so it's not, I guess, kind of like 
not worth it or I don't know what they trying I'm trying to figure out the right words but it's like it's almost like you don't understand they out here with all this to look at to see to be with and then you know it's kind of I guess it's the thing you're saying like no self-worth because they feel like well if you can look at all this you don't want me it gotta be because for me I think we do too (laughs) like I think people I wrote a blog on that like I think people look at dating apps especially women as for the women look at dating apps for a cure as a cure for single and it's not it's just giving you a more access to pool of men like you just get more access to more men at one time it doesn't mean it's going to cure your dating woes it's not if you don't know how to date in person you don't know how to date on dating app either so if you're ready (laughs) to commit in person after the first date you're gonna be the the same same way because for me if i'm on a date now right if i see if i connect with five people i'm talking to five people i'm not just right like i'm i'm seeing okay which one piques my interest the most which one is going to be the most consistent which one is going to give me what i need you know what i mean i'm not looking at it like Oh, I like him. Cut everybody off. No. And I think that's what I think that's what a lot of women do because it's like, oh, I think I found the one girl. No, mm-hmm. that's not the one. It's the one of seventeen because mm-hmm. he over there got seventeen or mm-hmm. fifty two that he's looking at. Because you got to think about it too. Like a lot of women, I'm guilty of this. We'll get on dating nap. We'll be on there for like. 48 hours we'll match with these people we'll be like okay I'm tired of this I'm gonna get off <laughs> men don't have a date now for three years because when they get bored they just hop on and be like this is a game to them yeah. like it's, it's not that serious and then a lot of them are married in oh, relationships yeah. and they still hopping on listen married men are the most single individuals <laughs> That I've ever I've heard this <laughs> before in my life now turn your head around <laughs> now I can say it depends on the aura that you have though because I don't get I don't get approached by a lot of married men yeah like at all I know what you're talking about I don't and I think because my Jesus my energy my aura say don't try to play with me fam yeah (laughs) we're not doing this (laughs) you think you think you're gonna live double lives messing with me you're not you're really not Ooh. You not, but a lot of women they give out this desperate, this, this aura of desperation where like I'm so desperate for a guy, like I'm willing to take a piece of a guy so I can talk you in circles until you believe that I'm gonna leave my wife, until you believe that we're going through problems, like, and you'll accept it and entertain it. Mm-hmm. If you tell me you're in a relationship, when I tell you I'm nipping you in the bud so quick. I can't do it. <laughs> like, I can't. It's not, I'm not even, there's no conversation. Yeah, you're not wired to think. I'm not, gonna... like, friends, for what? Yeah. Be friends with your wife. She's your bestie. Even when dudes <laughs> in relationships hit me, like, on Facebook, yeah. they stay requesting me as a friend. For what? Yeah. We can't be friends. That's yeah. a that's a disrespect to the boundary of your wife. Oh, let's talk about that because that was another question that came up. Um, so, you know, opposite sex like or whatever can can you be friends if you're in a relationship and um what do you have to say about that i think absolutely um, i mean I what's have, your definition of friend i guess well for me i have a lot of male friends mm-hmm. um and some are in relationships some are married and some are not like i'm cool with wives like to yeah. the point but my my definition of friend is someone who is strictly platonic. We ain't never kissed. We ain't never had sex. Mm-hmm. We ain't never did nothing. We ain't never had no romantic feelings. Like it's strictly platonic. Mm-hmm. It gets tricky. Now, before that relationship formed, 
it's cool. It gets tricky after the relationship has formed, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So it's harder to make a platonic opposite sex friend when you're married or in a relationship. Yeah, already. Already. So like if y'all knew each other in college exactly. and it was the gang and then you get married, but it's still um we were talking about having boundaries on the Oh um, yeah, last too. Because having a bestie that's not mm-hmm. that's where it's a problem because when I think of bestie, I think Oh, I'm going to call you every time something happens. Exactly. Oh, when I'm stressed, I'm going to call you. So then now you're calling somebody all the time or you're visiting somebody all the time that has nothing to do with your household. I think as a true bestie with real genuine intentions, you mm-hmm. know automatically. Yeah. Like I have a male friend who I went to his wedding in Houston and everything. And I, I knew him before he met his wife. And when they got married, our conversation slacked up and I was completely okay with it because I knew that was mm-hmm. going to happen. Like, this is your wife. I would never want to disrespect her. Yeah. And it's been times where I'm like, okay, I know I can't call him if I'm in Houston and stay with him because he's married. Yeah. I can't do that. You know what I mean? Even before they were married, I'm like, I know I can't do that because they're in a relationship and even though he stayed by himself, from a yeah, woman's point of view, I can't stay with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's just, like you say, it's boundaries. boundaries yeah. And then... um. I guess, because that's a big thing with the younger, um, mm-hmm. like the younger crowd that listens. They're like, yeah, my, my homeboy got a girlfriend now. And now, you know, he don't talk to me and she hates me and all this mm. stuff. And I'm like, of course. Like, I mean, what do you expect is going to happen? So we have those conversations. Like, they right. ask for advice and stuff. So I'm glad now, you Now, homegirl to- don't need to hate you, though. Because <laughs> a lot of times but, that's insecurity. Yeah, and that's what I said, too. One, but two, you got to understand who the guy is. Now, guys be out here lying, okay? They show. <laughs> a lot of times, guys be out here lying, and they're being very, like, they don't tell the full truth. <laughs> so that makes it hard for the woman to trust them. So Anything, a lot of the times... Yeah. It's not even a you thing. It's a him thing. Like, he didn't tell her the full truth about something. Yeah. He got caught up the in it. The first 10 times. Exactly. Now you, you the innocent. Because a lot of the times, <laughs> men don't want to tell the truth because they feel like the truth don't sound good. So, I'm going to just tell this lie. Because <laughs> I feel like this lie sound better than the truth, even though ain't nothing wrong with the truth. And so, yeah. if a woman catch you in that, she's going to think something fishy going on. Yeah. So, a lot of the times, it's the guy's fault because he wasn't 110% honest mm-hmm. from the front, jump. From the jump. So, that's mm. really, you know, a lot of times mm. that, that mm. happens. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. So, men have to be 100% honest. Okay. okay. So, um, but women too. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, the other side is because I've had, I've dated a guy who was um, jealous of my male friends. And, like, I had to distance myself. Now, I shouldn't have been in that relationship because he was just insecure. And I don't want a person like that. But, you know, as women, we have to be 100% honest, too. Because if it's a guy we care about, we don't want a guy who's going to distance us or isolate us from everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't want nobody that sensitive. You're supposed to be confident and trust me enough to know, like, I'm not going to do nothing to disrespect our relationship. Yeah. So, because so, something's going on with their own little mm-hmm. insecurities. Mm-hmm. What you have to say about like, okay, so, you know, you, people when they're dating, you have this list. This is what I want. Don't want, <laughs> want, 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 don't want, you know. What do you have to say about the, the famous list? Oh, it's levels to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the goals, what do you want? Okay. Okay, I met guys who will be great boyfriends but horrible husbands. 
Okay, why you say that? Because you could be my boyfriend because my boyfriend not forever, but my husband is forever. Like, when mm-hmm. I get married, I only want to get married once. Yeah. So, if something is a forever deal breaker for me, I can't, <laughs> like, what, uh, how can I stand before God and, and merely holy matrimony and this be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I can't do it. It's not, it, it, it ain't going to work. So, a list, we all have our list, right? But you have your negotiables and you have your non-negotiables. Okay. Height, y'all ladies. I'm I'm guilty because I like me a tall guy because I'm tall. <laughs> yeah. I'm five nine, so I, typically I want my guy to be six two and above. Yeah. <laughs> but if I met a really nice guy who was five eight and a half, I'm dating him. <laughs> Wait, like, stop. You said five eight and a half. Okay, what about five six? No. <laughs> it's not negotiable. <laughs> What am I? No, no, no! Get out of here! (laughs) Listen, at least she's being honest, though. But like, that's funny because I was like eight and a half. Listen, listen, I'm no, I'm taller than her. A little bit shorter than me, a half an inch, a little bit shorter. Because a lot of women be like, no. (laughs) But you know, that's that's negotiable. A guy like his career choice. A lot of women like, I need my guy to be an entrepreneur or I need my guy to be not. That's negotiable. But certain things are not. For example, a lot of people with me, Faith, I can't, I've dated a lot of guys who were not followers of Christ. Mm -hmm. I can't do it no more. (laughs) Okay. And the reason I can't do it no more is because character flaws. If you have nobody you're abiding by or you have nobody you're answering to, your character is constantly in question. So how do I know that when I'm not around, you're going to act how you act when you're around me. Your character is in question because you're not answering to a higher power. Mm. I can't do it. I've done it so many times. Yeah. Uh, each and every time, God be like, I don't know. They're not you. doing that. They definitely not going to answer the, yeah. Yeah. And then honestly, just with my walk with Christ, I've become so disciplined. I never would have been this disciplined if I didn't walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I can't. That's an unnegotiable. Two, a guy who lacks ambition. I can't do it. I am a hustler <laughs> like, okay. with a capital H. If you are not a go-getter and you feel like your life, like you sit around and you feel sorry for yourself and you feel like your life is what it is because of the hands you were dealt, I can't, I can't talk to you. Like, they, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you a teacher, I need you to be best teacher. You need to be teacher of the month. You need to be aiming for principal. Like, you need, listen. <laughs> no, we're not doing it. If you're the mechanic, you need to be moving up in the mechanic company. <laughs> yeah. We need to be trying to own it. Okay. We need something. You know what I mean? So I can't, I cannot do it. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like those certain things are non-negotiables for me, but other people, they may not care if somebody's ambitious because they may be lazy. They're like, you know what? I don't care. We, yeah. We're going to be regular together. <laughs> that's cool. So I get what you're saying. Everybody's list is different, but like you said, they it needs to be some things that are negotiable yes, and some that are non-negotiable. Because mm-hmm. if you have no non-negotiables, and that's what a lot of people you have. just swaying by the wind, baby. You never gonna get with you me. never gonna get. Because another no. thing, I've been watching girlfriends, kids. Okay. If you want kids and he don't, what are y'all doing together? Yeah, it's not gonna work out. He can be a good boyfriend, but he can't be a good husband. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah. What What are we doing? I think that's good tips for like um for cuz I like the high school and college kids because they are on this 
like journey to find themselves and then it's like you have well it's a good point this is a good girlfriend or a good boyfriend but it may not be a good life partner Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have to know the difference when you are involved in dating exactly and then you don't want to teeter that line either now if you're in high school and college it's cool to have good boyfriends and good girlfriends Mm -hmm. but if you in your 30s and you know you can't marry this person. What is you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Because think about it. You're going to spend... You're wasting time. You're going to spend all this time. And you're going to have to spend more time getting over them. Mm. And then open yourself up for another relationship. So if your mm. end goal is not marriage, cool. Stay in your relationship. That's yeah. cool. But if your end goal is marriage, you may want to reconsider. And you have to be very disciplined when you actually hold out for what you want. Because you're going to say no a lot. Mm-hmm. like i say no a lot like a lot <laughs> and it's it'd be the smallest stuff and most people be like you're crazy but i'm like i know that's not gonna bring me peace because mm-hmm. if i'm dating someone who has told me oh i don't really go to church like that i'm not about to force you to get up every sunday mm-hmm. i'm not about to force you to talk about god because i lead a bible study on wednesday and i'm excited <laughs> about it and you like oh okay cool well i'm about to be yeah. at the gym like, I can't, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just, we have to understand what we want and what's going to bring us peace and happiness versus what we settling for. Mm, that's true. That's true. Oh, okay. I got another question. What about like, um, cause like I was saying about the, the high school, like they need to know, like, I guess my biggest thing for them is this is a girlfriend or this is a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You don't do all these, you know, like wifely duties mm-hmm. and like you know like you're acting like you're married and you're when, yeah and then you know that this is not what you really want in the future mm-hmm. so that's that's just a thing and then also this whole feeling of i have to be this by the time i'm Oof. this <laughs> that'll catch you every time mm-hmm. it will get you every time i have a lot of friends not a lot i have a few friends who are married and they look at me single and they envy me because they say, I wish I had time to find my purpose. Mm-hmm. But now I am married and my purpose is my husband and my child. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I'm lost. Like mm-hmm. I have an identity crisis. Okay. I wish I had more time to be more free. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the times we're wishing and hoping and thinking we're supposed to be. <laughs> and you're not supposed to be nothing uh, uh, like, yeah, by unless time. God done told you you were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think we get caught up in that and we don't give ourselves enough freedom to learn. And I think being young, that is the space to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like when you are in high school, college, Oh, I love college because I blame a lot of stuff on college. Well, I was in college, so (laughs) (laughs) you can't tell me what I was supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? So I think we have to free ourselves of that because you're not like, if you don't, what's the worst that can happen? If you wake up, on that day, you're supposed to be that, but and you're not that. Then what's the worst that could happen? But it's so many people. Oh yeah, I know. Man, they're like, no, Tiffany, you don't understand. I'm supposed to be this, this, and this by the time I'm this age, and I'm thinking, oh, okay. But, what if you're but, not? What? But what you just gonna you just gonna get with Willie over there? Like that's what we doing? Listen, <laughs> they gonna <laughs> they gonna listen. Either they're gonna take they're gonna take your wisdom or they're yeah. gonna take this L as a lesson. <laughs> it's ain't no either like, Cause yeah. wisdom is being able to learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. So they gonna get 
and that's ill. it. You know what I mean? So they're going to take this L as a lesson. You know what I mean? I know I know a few people who are still in relationships or even got married just to beat a deadline that they created. Mm-hmm. And they are extremely unhappy. Yeah. They are miserable. But I look at it like this. So I find I find my idols in the realm that I'm in. What do I mean by that? I'm single. And my number one goal, honestly, is my career. So I find my idols in that. Who else is single and their goal is their career? Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, yeah. Fire. Her body. Lord. Her closet. I want. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. people like that. Tarazi P. Henson. I think she, I don't know if she's still with her dude, but that's another person. She's an idol in that, you know? Yeah. And look at her. She's stress-free. She look great. Mm-hmm. Body amazing. So it's like you have to look at what area am I in? And let me see what people who are in that same lane, what they look like, what they doing. Yeah. What is their life like? Because if I'm not there by then, then they're older than me. Then I'll look like that. Yeah. You see what I mean? That's smart. We can't be looking at people who, who have what we don't. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the problem. That's the issue. Comparison mm-hmm. is a thief of joy. We know this, but we keep looking over there. Yes. So I can't look over there at Sierra and Russell. I got to look yeah. <laughs> at Tracy. Okay. <laughs> Tracy is the goal, all right? So that that's that's what it is. That's it's the truth, trouble. though. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I like that. And what did you say? Look for idols and idols in your lane. In your lane, yes. I like that. Yes. That's a shirt. Yes, it is. Man, stay in your lane. Um, let me see. What else? I, okay, you got the the tips for the women. I mean, I feel like this whole thing was a tip. Like, hey, you have this. I told you I can take us a minute places. Where we going? Oh, let's talk about <laughs> this. this before, let's see. Okay, before we end, I want to talk about the. Um, you keep talking about like the psychological side of mm-hmm. of just dating mm-hmm. and who you pick mm-hmm. and why are you like drawn to certain mm-hmm. situations? Just hit a little bit on that. Oh, this is beautiful. It's it's, it's great because me and my best friend we have very deep conversations. Um. And the beautiful thing about it is like we've both had our journeys. We've both I can say this because she don't care about it. We've both gone to therapy, you know, <laughs> like all of this. But just today we were talking about how for a long time we didn't think we were desirable by certain men. Mm. The reason was because we saw ourselves beneath who we were. So who we were attracted to or who we thought we could get was like low level men. So even when higher level guys that we wanted were attracted to us, we either told ourselves they weren't or we self-sabotaged. And I've done that a lot. Self-sabotage used to be my middle name, honey. (laughs) Like the guy would come to me, like we'd be dating and I find some way to mess it up. (laughs) Her default is run. So her default (laughs) is shut down. Like Uh if I'm out and about and I see a cute guy trying to talk to me, oh, he doesn't want me. Let me turn the other way. Like it's been so many conversations where I want to punch her in her throat because she's like, no one's attracted to me. Girl, I will punch you. Three guys just stared at you and just paid. One just paid for your lunch. The other paid for your gas. And you talking about they just nice. Ain't nobody that nice. (laughs) No. And so it's just, it's a mindset. And, and that's what like why self-worth is so big for me, because psychologically you are attracted to and you attract what you think you can have. And that's just real because mm-hmm. many times we're attracting a whole bunch of stuff, but we're only choosing what we think we, we can have. Yeah. Or noticing. <laughs> right. That, that what exactly. You think you can so have. for so long, like 
I dated beneath me. And let me explain what that means because I don't want nobody to be like, oh, what she means? She better than something? No. <laughs> so we have someone who, you know, I'm a hustler. Like from a young age, I had my own place. Always had a car. Mm-hmm. Always had two to three jobs at one time. <laughs> like mm-hmm. never one source of income. Got a master's in psychology. Like always had, you know, great opportunities and people around me. I'm out here dating dudes with high school um, degrees, high school diplomas. With records. I ain't got no kids. Yeah, this dude got two, three kids with three that ba- different baby mamas. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What are you doing, Ashley? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it was because I felt if I date him, uh-huh. I know he's attainable. And if he left me, I wouldn't care that much. Because he beneath Ooh, me anyway. Wait, you said something that I've never heard people if, admit. Exactly. If, if he, he leaves me, I won't care that I'm much. I won't care that much. But if someone at my level leaves me, it's going to hit me it's harder. Too much rejection. It's because hurt. I already feel unworthy. And if this person at my level, Ooh. that hit, it's, it's going to hurt me even more. Mm-mm. So that first hit is going to be like a rock hitting my window. That second hit going to be like a boulder crashing mm. into my windshield. Mm. So I only dated beneath me because the abandonment didn't hit that hard. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> yeah. I, went re- I asked for it, though. <laughs> right. I said it's the psychological So I side. think too many times as women, we're measuring ourselves by our own accomplishments, by our own measurement of how great we look. Because mm. women judge each other way harder than me. Because mm-hmm. a chick with a bad weave can walk in right now. And a dude be like, What you talking about? She look good to me. They don't even know it. Yep. We'll be like, Ooh, it. look at her lashes. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't notice. Ooh, her eyebrows ain't done. Mm, whatever. Nothing matters. Like, they don't care. It has to be crazy noticeable yeah. for a guy. Like, the chick got to literally have a track hanging to her boob. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, she got to have a track glued to her forehead. Yeah. And a lash glued on her eyebrow. And it'll yeah. be like, man, what's going on? But anything yeah. else, like, they don't be tripping. But women, we're comparing ourselves constantly. Social media is a culprit of it. Yeah. we get on there. And we're looking at these women with these fake bodies. And we get lost. And we get lost. I had a I had a mode of that. Like, I have to catch myself sometimes. I'll be looking at these chicks who be, you know, had a lipo. Yeah, and the fake boobs, and I'm like trying to look like them. I'm like, girl, you ain't got no surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? You gotta check yourself. You can't look like that unless you went to get surgery. Yeah. So chill out. You know what I mean. So I think a lot of times we have to stop comparing, and we have to stop measuring ourselves on this this scale of other women. Like, no, understand who you are. Develop your own worth. Develop your own confidence. Then come out and see what you're attracted to. How do you develop your own worth? And like if uh, so many people have been abandoned, so Child, many people listen. have not received love. <laughs> right. Like, so many people need therapy mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not everybody's not getting it. So what are some tools that they could do use to kind of create their own worth? Well, shameless plug, self-worth boot camp is the number one <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that they can use. <laughs> Self-worth boot camp was born um, because so many people tell you you need to, like, raise your self-worth, but nobody tells you how. Yes. They don't even tell you what it is. <laughs> like, you be like, okay, okay, I'm going to have worth. What, what even is, is that? Yes, you what know does what that I mean? mean? Yes. So self-worth is basically how we view ourselves. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the value that we put 
on who we are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all seen this little thing that's going viral with the guy <laughs> who's just very disrespectful. <laughs> and this chick calls in and asks him for advice. And he's like, what do you rate yourself on a scale from one to ten? Oh, I, And I this chick you. sits and looks in the camera and she's like, well, if I'm not dressed up or look nice, I'm a five. But if I'm dressed up, I, I'm a six. Six. I'm like, first of all, I'm looking at you. You ain't no six. <laughs> like, you're beautiful. What are you talking about? And even if you weren't, sir, that don't look as good as me. You don't have to ask me <laughs> what my rating is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say better than you. <laughs> like, it's just so obviously she sees herself as she values herself as less than what she is Mm -hmm. and usually it's because of our experiences because of how many flaws we have but how do we raise that up you literally have to face everything that broke you that is the only way (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and it sounds so simple but it's a period of digging up so i had to start with that four-year-old girl The first thing I did was I wrote a letter to my four-year-old self and I told her, you are not useless. You are not worthless. Your dad left because of him, not because of you. You had Mm -hmm. nothing to do with that. I had to face her first. And then I had to face every level of myself that broke me from then. Mm -hmm. And so that's what self-worth bootcamp is. It's showing you the meaning. It's teaching you how to dig it up. It's teaching you how to face this stuff. I even have a free seven-day guide if you go to selfworthbootcamp.com. It's a seven-day guide that will raise your self-worth in seven days. Like, it's not going to do the heavy lifting like self-worth bootcamp will, but it will raise your worth in Mm -hmm. seven days. So, yeah, (laughs) like, you got to face it. Okay. That's why therapy is necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's real good. Ashley, that's real good. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we, you know, we got a little bit of help here. We can get our, you know, we got dating tips. We got self-worth tips. We got a um, free seven-day boot camp. Yes. I mean, a Self-worth, guide. Yes. A free seven-day guide. bootcamp.com and you get that guide. Yes. Okay, and tell them your IG again. It's Single Woman Chronicles. That's woman with an A, okay? Yes. <laughs> if you Google woman. Single Woman Chronicles, I'm going to come up first. So y'all go ahead and click it. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> and we're going to put the, um, the details in the description of the podcast. Okay. And then the books, can they go in there and buy the book? So the um the how to, how to X- extra X and the workbook. Sorry, oh, okay. I dropped it. But um the workbook, it's actually available pretty much on everything that you use to read things. <laughs> so okay, it's on Amazon, okay. it's on books on Google Play, it's on Apple Books, so it's as well as Barnes and Nobles. So you can get it on all of that stuff. And then the the boot camp. Boot camp, you can only purchase it on selfworthbootcamp.com. And that's on so the this website. is the workbook that comes along with it. It's a hundred percent online. It's virtual. So and, it's self-led. Oh, okay. So is it like a certain weeks or it's an eight it's so it's eight section. Mm-hmm. So you basically go at it however you okay. know. Okay, so it's like module based. Exactly. Okay. And then um and you have that. Okay, and guys, you need to make sure you follow her on IG because she has great tips. I'm saying that's what mm-hmm. led me to use. Like you have yeah, great tips you. on how to, you know, believe in yourself, care more for yourself, like love yourself, and not just focus on, mm-hmm. you know, a man or getting, you know, married by a certain age or, yeah. you know, whatever. So. I just think this was a great conversation. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for coming. Thanks for having me. 
All righty. See ya. Mm-hmm.